This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, senior leaders, and C-suite executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. In a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, Stacey. Really nice to see you again. Yeah. Uh, my name is Danielle Dutois. Uh, I am president of SeatGeek Enterprise, uh, which means I'm in the live entertainment industry and I probably have one of the coolest jobs. Oh, that's so awesome. And welcome back. I'm so excited to have you back on the show. You had one of our highest rated viewerships and all that out there. So I know folks are going to be excited to have you back. So I'm curious, what's the best thing about leading people through change from your perspective? I um, Well, I think if we think about this particular change right now, so everything that is COVID, um, everything that is so deeply unknown from what is exactly happening, what is the time frame in which it going to happen. Um, I think we're probably leading through change at a very different level than we ever have before. I think in general, with regards to what is best about leading people through change, for me, like there's always a feeling of belonging and being with. It's essentially that we are in it together. Um, and I think really having the opportunity and, and leading through change is really imagining yourself with your people and going through the difficult times, the change together and the incredible camaraderie that you get through that. Um, so for me, that incredible human connection that you get is probably one of the best things about leading through change. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm curious, and as you think about that, what piece of advice would you give to other leaders about implementing change? I think probably one of the biggest pieces of advice is to remember that, well, probably two parts is one is you have to ensure that they understand what the story is. Tell them what the story is. Explain where you're going. I've seen leaders so often not explain where you're going and why you're going. And that means what really is happening is that you as a leader are really tugging everyone on a daily basis to get there. Whereas if you're able to explain where you're going and why you're going, so I, I'm a very visual person and I imagine if you as a leader are able to explain to a team, we're going up this mountain, this is why we're going up this mountain, this is why we get to be excited about it, this is what's waiting for us at the top, this is what it looks like. As opposed to tugging your team up on a daily basis, it really is a group of humans who understand where they're going and are using their own energy, their own creative energy to really forge that path as a team as you go up the mountain, which means you start to move to a place of grace as opposed to a place of force. I think the second part, so I said there's two parts, the second part would be remember that just because you're a leader, you are not superhuman. Um, don't try and solve everything. Don't try and have all of the answers. Include your people in actually coming up with the solution. Um, because when you do that, the solution is so much more powerful than when you do it as a leader alone. You know, that's some great points. And it, it really makes me think about the next question, which is, you know, I've been hearing from a lot of leaders, they've been struggling with this whole idea of engaging people remotely. And it kind of, you know, reminds me of how you're saying this, like push and pull sort of visualization that I'm getting here. You know, I'm curious, have you been experiencing some of those same, same challenges kind of leading remotely? And if so, what have been the ways that you've overcome that? Or how have you engaged the team to help you to, um, to help you help them sort of idea. Yeah. So I think I think in, in some ways I've been very fortunate. I have worked with a very distributed team for a long period of time, over a decade. And so there's comfort to me in connecting with people that are remote. I think what we're experiencing right now, you know, really before you even think, how do I 
connect with people? How do I engage? I think we have to remember that every single person on our team is human, and that includes us. And so the first thing that I encourage everyone to do is really to speak to each other about what it means to be a human. So we have an unusual amount of time right now staring at a screen. So I encourage people to do things like take a video off, a video day off a week every week, just decide. On Tuesdays, I don't turn my video on just so that you've got that relaxment of not needing to be so on. There's a very interesting, there's very interesting like psychology that comes into my mind about all of this is one, like even though lots of these video things are good at like shrinking our image, is we still are psychologically aware of ourselves. And when we're psychologically aware of ourselves, we need to put on a show. Um, it would be the same as if we were in a meeting room in front of a mirror. So turning your video off actually is relaxing. Doing little things like walking and talking on the phone for your one-on-ones. So everything is about like, before you even think about how you connect is how do you allow the human to be nurtured and refurbished, you and your team, because when you are in that place, it is so much easier to connect. It's so much easier to be creative. But I think just versus the exhaustion that we're facing and figuring out like, how do I connect on top of that? It's that, that Maslow's hierarchy. You make me think of the word flow when you say some of these things. Like I feel like I love that, that, word. <laughs> yeah, that centered flow. I mean, that we all love to be in the zone sort right. of idea. And you, you remind me of that connection when you, when you speak like that. Um, so I'm curious what daily practice is most important to you as a leader then, if you think about this whole idea of rejuvenation and nurture, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think this is, you know, I actually, um, I sent a note to my team at the beginning of this week and I said, despite the fact that this has been crazy, like what are the beautiful things that you're looking for out of COVID? Like where do you have more time and space and things that you maybe didn't do? Where are you moving more slowly? And one of the things that I shared um, talking about a daily practice is I have for years, for a very long time, I've done yoga every morning. I used to, before COVID, travel a lot. And so it was difficult to fit in anything that was regular. And sometimes I say, I've got to get to the airport, I can't do it. So I, I narrowed it down to seven minutes. So I do seven minutes of yoga every day. I'm pretty damn religious about it. Um, I can't ever say I don't have enough time to do seven minutes. But what's been incredible for me over COVID is I've managed to take um, meditation, which was very sporadic for me. But because I had this feeling of time in the morning, I haven't had to commute. I've been able to do my seven minutes of yoga, and then I've been able to meditate. Um, and I, I think like, it, like the fact that it's at the start of the day is really a message to myself that, hey, take care of yourself first. And then it's very easy to go and look after your team. And so I think for leaders, like really thinking about how at the start of the day, like there's so many people that have a feeling of obligation about a morning habit. I think if you think of it slightly differently and say, how do I really nurture myself at the beginning of the day so that it's easy to give as I go through the course of the day? Well, I'm sure if you got to listen to someone like you talk all the time too, that would be really nice. It's very soothing just hearing you talk about your ideas. <laughs> I'm like, go on, Danielle. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, and I appreciate that inspiration uh, to, to reframe kind of how you're thinking about that obligation at the start of the day. As again, because you use an example of the putting your own oxygen mask on first before you can help those around you, right? We know that when we get on an airplane, but yet I don't think we think about that at the top of our day as well. So what other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the show in relation to this topic, right? Who else has great insights to share about leading teams? Um, I can think of so many, and I know I shared a few names with you last time, but one time, today I actually just want to call out uh, 
two people. Um, one of them is a woman called Diana Wittes, um, who works for Houston Dynamo and Dash. Um, she is remarkable on every level. Um, I would love you to talk to her. She has her own podcast as well. Um, and then the second is someone on my leadership team, a guy called Jeff Ionello. Um, and he is so incredibly full of positivity and optimism all the time. Um, and he has such a deep care for coaching and working with his team. So I think two very different people, but I have massive respect for both of them. Oh, I love it. And I will certainly reach out and introduce myself and see if I can't get them on the show. Thank you for that introduction. Absolutely, Stacey. Well, it has been so exciting to have you back and to, you know, see a familiar face. I'm curious if folks wanted to reach out and introduce themselves, how might they find you? I think probably just easiest to find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me, Danielle Dupa. Um, I'm not really on any social media. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and I think the last thing, Stacey, I think the last time you and I spoke, I was starting writing a book that is almost done. So I will be sharing that in the not too distant future. And it's Yay. about leadership. Oh my so. goodness. Well, then you're going to have to come back on the show to tell us all about it. We'll be a part of your book tour. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, good. Well, thank you so much again for being on the show. And this is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.conciliateam.com. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care. Ciao.